0: time travelers it's me Matt Anderson and I'm joined by the mysterious
1: Daniel Butcher
0: we just pulled into the parking lot of a local comic book store I've never been to Daniel is taking me on an adventure here it's our annual Christmas get-together and uh I know you've told me off there Daniel but why did you bring me to this particular store because you went to your store like two days ago I did well so we're recording on a Saturday I was there on Wednesday uh you're bringing me someplace new hey real quick
1: before we all go in there
0: So you already gave me my Christmas present which was a Funko Pop of Stan Lee as the character he played in the cameo in the first Guardians of the Galaxy. So thank you for that. You're welcome. I ordered you a pop online. Uh, It came a couple days ago. I opened the box and it was not what what I ordered for you. The invoice was correct but the character I got was not the character I wanted for you so I called customer service immediately. They said, I can ship you a new one in one to three, I think, no, I think they said two to three business days, uh, and in the meantime, you can keep the, the mistake. So I'm, I'm not giving you the mistake, because nope. you wouldn't want it. Instead, I, I had already purchased for you some what I would consider appetizer Christmas presents. Mm. So open this up. These okay. are This is not the main event, of course. But uh, there,
1: There's one here This is the Butcher Family. Is no, this your that's card? That's a Christmas
0: card. You can take a look at that.
1: Is it pictures of your kids? It's
0: me, my kids, my wife.
1: Yeah, adorable kids, plus some adults. Yep, exactly. So, very nice. Shout that to Katie. The appetizer. Oh!
0: <laughs> Describe it.
1: An itsy-bitsy <laughs> Aquaman. It is a stuffed Aquaman and the Justice League Aquaman car.
0: You're welcome. It's an Aquaman-themed
1: I, I love me some Aquaman. Yeah. I, yeah. I've recently gotten another pop. Whoa, which Aquaman? one? I got the Justice League one with the Trident because my wife made me get it. Okay. Because yeah. it was on sale. I
0: don't think I've seen it.
1: Um, it's from the movie. Okay. And then I got a little cheap. Santa brought me a little cheap uh, $1 pewter metal. You got me another one. Oh!
0: Whoa. I, I'm holding in my hand another pop. So you got me two gifts this year. Yeah. Wow. Thank you. Uh, well,
1: I saw this and I thought of you. This is—I don't know—you have like a thousand and five Batman.
0: You're right. I, this is a Batman, the animated series, robot version of Batman. He's. He, this is a villain. You probably know that. Uh, so thank you. Wow, I didn't. I didn't see that coming. It? No, I don't have yes. it. This is you're, you've been pretty good at getting ones I don't have.
1: <sighs> it's a lot of work. Yes.
0: So thank you very much. I wasn't expecting that. I thought my gift was done. But I. You, you're, the, you're the gift that keeps on giving. I try. So, alright we're gonna go into hot comics. Uh anything gonna... you're hoping to find in here?
1: Uh maybe a secret avengers I don't have?
0: Okay. And I don't have any hopes. I just want to have a good time with Daniel Butcher.
1: All right. All right, here go.
0: we go. All right, we're pulling away from the comic book store. I have a bag in my hand and Daniel has nothing. Well, you, you have are. a thin bag too. You are driving though.
1: Yeah. So it's not... You have a thin bag.
0: Yeah, I didn't go crazy.
1: Well, and the thing is, is you even had a budget. You didn't even go near it. Right. And so I think one of the topics we have to discuss is why didn't we buy anything? Okay, let's talk about it. I mean, every, well, not everything. Not everything we wanted was there. So I do feel that... What's this new Ben Grimm torch? Is that Marvel uh, team uh, yeah, up. Marvel team up.
0: Marvel and two and one, right? Uh,
1: yeah. So I mean, if they had had a copy of Marvel two and one, there's about a sixty to seventy percent chance I would have bought
0: it. See, I pre-ordered that one. Only the first issue. I didn't. So I, I don't think I've talked about this on the air. In fact, I'm positive I haven't. But I recently, as I'm trying to buy a home, my wife and I, uh, I recently decided to cut way back on extra spending. So there's some things that I'm still buying every month. But Marvel 2-in-1 came at just the wrong time. So I pre-ordered the first issue. But by the time it was time to pre-order the second issue, I made the decision to pass on it. Because I haven't... I mean... I'm very interested. I like the Fantastic Four, and I think that's the book that the Fantastic Four are going to return in.
1: I've just heard it's good.
0: Yeah, so we'll see. We'll see what happens. I don't know. My guess is that I have no idea if this is true. I think Dan Slott will leave at Amazing Spider-Man issue 800 or shortly after, and I think he's going to write the Fantastic Four book when it comes back.
1: Well, he'd do good with something that's got a cosmic angle. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Silver he
0: loves Fantastic Four. One of his first Marvel titles was... Uh, the thing, and another Marvel title he had was She-Hulk, who also has a connection to the Fantastic Four. So, I feel like he cares about that first family, but I don't know for a fact that's going to happen. I just have thought for that, years he would that, end up. Oh, Silver Surfer, he wrote. Yeah. I mean, he's wrote a lot of Fantastic Four universe titles, but never the Fantastic Four.
1: And let's be honest, I know a lot of people are like, Disney's out to get the Fantastic Four, and that's why there's no. They canceled the Fantastic Four, despite the fact that during. Uh, Secret Wars, they did some interesting things with Reed. Yep. The last few versions of the Fantastic Four weren't selling because they were bad.
0: Yeah, the Hickman version, Jonathan Hickman's Fantastic Four was awesome, and then I didn't really think too much of Fraction, or even when it went over to James Robinson, who is good. I, I mean, it was. I'm op- just
1: saying, I like Matt Fraction. I loved his Hawkeye run. Yeah. But the minute he starts drawing him. Writing himself and his artist and his editor into the Fantastic Four is out.
0: Yeah, I know that bugged you, but that is a classic move for the Fantastic Four. I think Stan Lee was in that book. Uh,
1: You know what? There's a difference between Matt Fraction and Stan Lee. I I hear you. Okay. I totally hear you. (laughs) Uh, One's a watcher, one's not.
0: So let's say, even though I am watching my money, let's say Dan Slot moves off of Spider Man onto Fantastic Four. I could very well drop Amazing and move with Dan Slot to Fantastic Four. That's how much I like him as a writer.
1: I believe that. I totally believe that. Exactly. I actually see you. I actually see you still getting amazing and fantastic.
0: Oh, it depends, I guess, who who's a writer. I really am yeah. motivated more by writer these days than than by. Uh, uh,
1: even with Spider-Man, you wouldn't keep Amazing going because you got a nice little run going and drop something else.
0: I mean, I've really narrowed it down. Now, Let's talk about what we're buying. Oh, jeez, it's, it's narrow. Heroes is pretty narrow. That's good. I mean, that's what mine is too. So, here's what I'm in the middle of on the DC side. I'm gonna finish up metal because I think it's on. I think I just read issue four of six, I believe. I don't know how many there are, but the six sound right. Yep. Uh, so that's almost done. Maybe it was three. I don't. I don't know. Wherever metal's at, I'll finish metal because that's an awesome event. Uh, Doomsday Clock is happening. That's twelve issues. We are only two issues in. Maybe I'll drop it at some point over the next one year, but. My guess is I'll stick with Doomsday Clock. Okay, so that's the DC side, and I think that's it. I had really been enjoying Mr. Miracle, but I had to cut it out. Uh, It's another 12-issue series, and to me it doesn't have the same weight as an overall company crossover like Doomsday Clock. So dropped Mr. Miracle, which was great. Uh, Dropped Detective Comics, which was really good. Dropped Action Comics, which is probably my favorite title in the entire DC right now.
1: You dropped some good titles.
0: Yeah, uh, Not so that, that I read
1: them, except in trades from yeah. the library that I borrowed for free.
0: So of the regular ongoing comics, I think Action Comics is the number one comic in DC right now. Uh, so over on the Marvel side, I'm still picking up Amazing Spider-Man. Uh, Silver Surfer's Over, which was another Dan Slott one. See, I bought that only because, like yeah. when I first started, Dan Slott was the writer. So I just went with that title because I had no attachment with the Silver Surfer. And now that is one of my favorite series of all time. It's over, but it that's great. So amazing. Uh oh, Scarlet Spider, of course, Ben Riley. I'm so sorry. That's one that I don't think is that good, but I have to buy it because while it's here I need to be buying a Ben Riley title. Mean, I mean I, there's no way that lasts over two years, right? Well
1: that's not your Ben Riley. That's the problem. And I understand how your Ben Riley became this Ben Riley yeah through trauma, trauma, so much trauma. Right. But again, uh, that's not your Ben Riley.
0: You know, it's exactly like when Kane has Kane, the other clone, had his own title, and he was going under the name Scarlet Spider. It like they have the exact same personality, sort of like they want to be heroes, sort of gruff. Uh, So it's basically a continuation of that version. Yeah, it's a bummer. I want the nice, friendly Ben Riley. Not
1: the friendly supporting cast.
0: Yeah, you're right. Exactly. No, I, so I want the exact version of Ben Riley we had in the '90s, but then I'm basically saying I just want Peter Parker, because Ben Riley was just Peter Parker with blonde hair. Uh, so I don't know. It's too much to ask. I don't think we'll ever get the exact old Ben Riley back. But I'm still buying buying Scarlet Spider because it's my childhood favorite. You got you
1: gotta keep the title going. Yeah. You got to let them know that there was at least one guy in Minnesota who cared.
0: Yeah, exactly. So I have every issue of that, every variant that's ever come out of it. Wow. Yeah, I know. I went all in on that title. Wow. (laughs) Every variant. So I'm actually reading more. Well, let me think about that.
1: I guess I was doing that with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. where I was buying like all the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. variants they were putting in. And then like with both issues, number one of both shield titles I was buying like five six variants
0: so so sounds like two of each for me it's, uh, amazing spider-man and scarlet spider I stuck with and then on the DC side dream of the Day clock and uh, metal all right what about you
1: so I purchase but not for myself champions in this Marvel those go to a youngster in the house yep. but I do read them but for me I purchase Aquaman from DC
0: and Star Wars from Marvel. Now, you had said in the in the shop that you wanted to talk about Star Wars.
1: Well, I said we could. I mean, we, we discussed Star Wars in the past. You and I have read all the trades. So so there is a little bit of a lie. I made a decision with Star Wars. So with Star Wars, I do buy monthly Star Wars. It's like, again, it's like I feel like I need to make sure that they know that there's a, right. an audience for it. But then, all the other Sp- uh, Star Wars titles, I also buy those, but I buy those in trade. Okay. So, but DCBS a little bit cheaper. How uh, do you I'm like...
0: All... I haven't read it yet, but how do you like the Darth Vader, the new Darth Vader title that takes place shortly after Revenge of the Sith?
1: Just read the first trade of that. Um... It's not yet at the place of the other of the first one. Is that the Gillian or Khan? Yeah, K- Kieran,
0: K- Kieran yeah. Gillian was right in the first one. That yeah. was awesome.
1: That, that one was really, really good. I, this one was fine. It was strong. I think I rated it 4 or 5. Uh, it's really a story about how he got his lightsaber. Okay. Um, I was not dissatisfied at all by it, so... Uh, but again, I think uh, out of all those titles that I'm reading in trade, the one that I actually am surprised that I seem to like the most is Poe Dameron.
0: Yeah, that one's not bad. I've read a little. I've read two trades of it.
1: Yeah, it, it, you definitely get the scoundrel feel.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, I am caught up to. I have not read the Screaming Citadel's story arc in the regular Star Trek or Star Wars title. Have, how is that?
1: He was all right. You know, a lot of Dr.
0: Aphra. I like that character, Dr. Aphra. Well, she's
1: getting her... She's showed up in a book now. She's got her own title. Her title's a good title. I I feel like
0: that title is just a continuation of Darth Vader. Well,
1: it's being written by Gillian. I think I figured the other day, because Gillian even wrote wrote this uh, short story in a really, really bad anthology uh, from a certain point of view... So I think he's written almost all of her exclusively, except for the little bit that Jason Aaron wrote in uh, Screaming Citadel. So no,
0: uh, so Jason Aaron is off of Star Wars now, though, right? Kieran Gillian off. Yeah, is off. taking over the regular title.
1: Yep. But Aaron contributed to Screaming Citadel. Okay. So. All right, yeah, so... But, I mean, that's, that's, that's it. I mean, I have a very interesting DCBS order every month because it's like... Five titles and then some trades and again the trades are enough that the discount on those covers the shipping that i have to pay so
0: yeah so this month that we're currently in december 2017 so listeners you're probably hearing this in january 2018 but well we're recording this about a week after christmas it's uh, what is it december 30th
1: it's minus seven degrees
0: yep minus seven but i sent Daniel texted this morning that it's actually it feels like with the wind chill negative thirty five out today. But this is my first month, December twenty seventeen, in about two years that I haven't done a pre order of comics uh, because I'm trying to cut back on money or spending money. So, uh, well, again,
1: you're with you just getting floppies.
0: Well, uh, yeah, I was getting some trades. Yeah, But I... So, yeah, it's it feels weird to not. Uh, but yeah, I actually, I put in the my cart what's the bare minimum and it was not very much and then when you add in the shipping and handling i would have actually spent more to pre-order them even though i believe it. the, the prices are cheaper to pre-order but with the shipping and handling i would have spent more rather than just go get scarlet spider from the store
1: well especially with that few so
0: yeah so i think i'm gonna have to have my very first pull list i don't actually i mean i have an online pull list but not at an actual store
1: i always kind of liked having a pull list going in knowing it was grabbed for me yeah you know Back in the day, but I mean, again, that's one of the things is why are people not buying comics? You even throughout there, you know, our floppy's going to go away on our way down. Yeah, well, and, I, I mean, I, whom I am pre- I literally read a trade every day.
0: You read you read one trade a day. Yeah, I how do they have time?
1: Um, it's not that hard. But, not that long. But where,
0: like, at home or on the, home, or on, the ride yeah, to work? on the ride to work,
1: the ride to work. You know, there's ways to find time. I mean, you got to figure an issue, you can read an issue in easily 10 to 12 minutes, Yeah. most trades are 5 to 6 issues, yeah. so you give yourself an hour, you can burn through a trade.
0: Yeah, I do not read a trade a day, but I mean, I like reading it,
1: That's... But again, I mean, like back there, I was like, well, I could buy Tales of Suspense, but if I buy Tales of Suspense, then I'm going to want the second issue of Tales of Suspense, or in 7 months, I can just read it for free from the library.
0: You know, I don't think there is a second issue of Tales of Suspense.
1: Yeah, it's a multi.
0: Oh, is it really? Yeah. Because some of those, they were just releasing one issue, no, and, and it's not continuing on. Yeah, it's Some of part. those Marvel Legacy titles. It's a,
1: five, it's a five-parter. So. Uh, and then I was like, well, I could get four 700, because I really like Jason Aaron, and I've got some of the 700, you know, some of the doubles, but. Yeah. And I'm planning on getting some of the doubles coming up, because I'm definitely getting the Amazing Spider-Man.
0: Yeah, Spider-Man, Amazing but, Spider-Man 800s right around the corner.
1: But, you know. I gotta spend some i st- am I'm gonna buy some other stuff today.
0: You can tell you wanna say on the air.
1: I'm gonna get a Disney pop, a collector from Guardians of the Galaxy Breakout from the Park.
0: But the reason that's appealing to you is
1: It's from Disney Parks. I mean yeah. it's from the And it's tied to that ride. So yeah, and it's kind of a goal. Cool. Never seen that collector before. Not that I'm into the collector, but
0: Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, yeah we saw some pops at the store that typically I feel like for both of us it would have been a automatic purchase but with cool. me saving money and with you also saving money to a certain extent we didn't do it. So you want to talk about those?
1: Well, we, I saw the Aquaman silhouette.
0: Yeah, so Entertainment Earth has these exclusive pops that are the DC superheroes in silhouette. So I've seen online Wonder Woman, Superman, Aquaman, I'm sure Batman's in there. We saw in person Superman and Aquaman and we passed.
1: Yeah, and it just 11.99. It's eleven ninety nine to go towards my collector.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and I had cash that I could have spent that it. it. Just well, you had said it, and I agree. Even though it's kind of cool, the look isn't that good.
1: I don't. It's, uh, it's almost,
0: mostly black, but there's blue aspects of the toy that glow in the dark.
1: I know they probably just took the blonde Aquaman yeah. model that we have that that it's on point, and then it's just a repaint, basically. But it kind of looks off-modeled.
0: Yeah, I wasn't into it. Uh, you know, we do these once a year. We do these Christmas episodes, of course, or our get-together where we drive around. Uh, two years ago, I believe it was, you got me Vader Down, the first issue in that crossover. And actually, because I have been storing things up on my labr- library, not cart, but my save for later list, I just read Vader Down earlier this year for the first time. So Did I started it, over.
1: Do you remind you of Rogue One? Because uh, he just goes through everybody. He just tears through yeah, everybody. It was,
0: that was a great crossover. So yeah. there's a little follow-up to, to to an episode two years ago. Um, so I'll talk about what I have I, in my bag. a feeling
1: of dread. A feeling of dread as I read that. Just because he literally just blows through everyone.
0: Yeah. He's a great character. In my bag, from this comic book store we just left, well, when we were walking around, I said, if I could find a trade of one of those classic... Marvel vs. DC crossovers, which we never see anymore. And it's one I don't have. I'll pick it up. So I know I for sure have two at minimum. And this is going to be weird, but the one I bought today I might have. I just I don't remember. And it it was...
1: Can't yeah, help you.
0: It was too good to pass up in case I don't have it. The price was right. Only 17 bucks. Uh, so, I just went for it. What do you think? Was that a weird move?
1: It seems like a map move.
0: See, online... It's going to be much more than $17. So, and I don't think I'll be coming out to the store too often because we don't live nearby where it is. So, I feel like I'll just do $17. Worst case scenario, I'll have a second copy I can sell myself.
1: There you so go. there
0: you go. And the second issue I bought, I was looking at the What If. I always, If you're a long-time listener, you know I like to check out the old issues it's of like What If. It's like
1: you are an entire series, Matt. Oh, yeah.
0: That's right. I've been doing a series. I, I've released two episodes as of now, I think. Have you heard two or one so far? I there's a second one listened, ready to go.
1: I think I listened to two, to be honest, but at a certain point, I found myself questioning whether or not I had heard it before.
0: Oh. Uh, well it could just The first one the was Spider-Man, one, and the second one was Captain America. Did you listen to the Captain America one?
1: I know I've heard Spider-Man.
0: Oh yeah, that, well, that's, It's been that,
1: really busy at work.
0: I'm not 100% positive the Captain America one is out there yet. So, it's done, though. It's uh, it's ready to be uh, be posted. So, I was looking through the what-if. They're more expensive than they are when we go to the comic book fair. I can usually get them for one to two dollars, so the, I didn't want to spend a lot. So then, right behind "What If," I get to the next pile of comics. Well, not pile, but in alphabetical order, they put "What the," you know, "What the."
1: I, it's yeah, this, wow. it,
0: it's in the vein of "What If," but it's more comedic, and I I don't always like comedy comics, but on the on the cover of this one is. Spider-Ham, who I am a fan of. And it's... this. What the comic is Spider-Ham versus Raven the Hunter. <laughs> so it's...
1: I never even saw you slip that in.
0: Oh, you did? Yeah. No. Yeah, so it's... Uh, animal Superheroes. It, it does look stupid, but it was three bucks. Uh, it's issue number three of What The. You can go check that out online. Spider-Ham versus Raven the Hunter. So I got... That and... DC Marvel Crossover Classics number two. And I was saying to you, I recognize the cover, of course, because I look at these online all the time. Because I'm I've been wanting to collect these classic DC Marvel crossover trades. They're not they're out of print, so you can only find them if uh like an old shop happens to have some old ones around. So I know I've looked at this cover online, but I don't know that I own it. So I'm kinda worried I'm gonna go home and find out this is the second copy I now own. But it's not the end of the world, I suppose. I did use some Christmas money, so that's what I bought today, and you bought nothing.
1: Yeah, which again, I feel like this is becoming more and more of a trend. I, I don't know if it's because I've become disenchanted with the constant rebooting, or yeah. Uh, again, yeah, I I looked real hard at Mr. Miracle because they had number one, and and it's going to be great. But you know, that's what sixty bucks if get them all. Where again, I can read it for free coming up.
0: That's exactly it. We,
1: we debated Doomsday Clock and there's part of me that feels like I might be missing out because there's going to be announcements and things but yeah. I've gotten so used to comic news breaking the day that they put it out, you know it's, it's, We all knew, for example Secret Empire, I'm going to say it's not even a spoiler, that the original good Cap was going to be coming back because they announced the original good Cap was coming back, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, well before... I feel like they announced that almost before Secret Empire started, in it's some like, ways. It's like, here's
1: the big reveal yeah. as an image that we're setting up on news sites. So, again, I, I don't even feel like I can keep that going. Yeah,
0: I thought Secret Empire was an interesting idea, and I don't think it was pulled off very well. By an, a writer who I really like, the writer of Morning Glories, I wish he'd go back to that, one of my favorite titles. But, uh, yeah, so I... Feel like you feel all this rebooting stuff. is kind of throwing me off. Marvel used to be kind of my bread and butter, and now I'm not as into Marvel anymore. I'm just, and even, even reading the trades for free from the library. I just stopped a bunch, just for time's sake. Uh, DC, on the other hand, I thought Rebirth has been really well done, and I like a lot of the things they've done through that initiative. So right now I'm. More in favor of what DC is producing, but I'm more of a longtime reader of Marvel, so I have mixed feelings. Yeah, I like I I like the product better on DC, but I still have the emotional attachment to some Marvel stuff.
1: And that's really the way I'm feeling too. I, as I go through these Rebirth trades, I mean, sometimes I'm getting a lot more excited about those than I have some of the Marvel trades.
0: I know we followed. And I mean,
1: we even had the comment like, "Oh, they canceled Gwenpool," and we were actually disappointed because that was almost that was an original sort of title.
0: I know. I still feel embarrassed to admit it, but that title was good. Yeah, so Gwenpool <laughs> sounds stupid. It actually is pretty good, and it got canceled. Yeah, I know. It's it's a weird time where I don't really like the products that Marvel's producing. So I can get you know basically any trade I want for free from the library. Yeah, but uh, you know we follow each other on Goodreads. I don't know if you've noticed. I really haven't been reading a lot of those well, newer never, trades.
1: Never tell.
0: So. Um,
1: it must have been. Yeah, I,
0: I've been catching up on some older runs though, so I'm catching up on the Michael Bryan Bendis uh, Avengers long time run. Yeah, <laughs> I'm in the middle of that.
1: Yeah, before he went
0: to DC. Yeah, now he's going to DC. That should be interesting to, to see what he writes over there. What, if you had to guess, what will he write at DC? Justice League.
1: I don't know. Well, they could use it. I mean, I don't... No offense, but I'm not exactly in... Okay. You don't
0: like Bendis? I like Bendis.
1: When they did New 52, who wrote Justice League?
0: When it first started? Yeah. Jeff Johns.
1: Yeah. When they did Rebirth, who wrote Justice
0: League? Uh, Brian Hitch.
1: Does it feel like a little bit of a disparity? I mean Hitch is fine and all, but he's no Jeff Johns.
0: Yeah, so you're saying that they had a less yeah less uh, focus on Justice League.
1: Yeah. I mean, they're to me, their big their big uh, their big piece was um, King on uh, Batman. Batman. Yeah. And so I had never understood why they didn't put King on Justice League, other than King writes what King wants to write. It seems like if you listen to his interviews, because So uh,
0: just, let's try to guess. So I've already said I'm guessing Dan Slot will go to Fantastic Four. I also have a guess, and this is an educated guess based on things I've read online. I think we'll find out in the next, well, let's say, six months. Jonathan Hickman's moving to DC to write Legion of Superheroes, uh, and that would be. That's another a good one that idea. I feel like is a must-buy. I mean, those. Well,
1: wow, the Legion isn't.
0: I don't. Necessarily, I have no attachment to the Legion of Superheroes. I've never read one book with them in it but if Hickman writes it I would definitely read it alright so what's your guess I'll try to think of one too what is Bendis going to write first at DC the very first thing he writes Superman I say they give him a Batman title
1: okay
0: Bendis on Batman it seems obvious but maybe they don't have to do that maybe they because the name Bendis would sell maybe they could give him something else
1: they gotta give him a big book
0: it's gonna be either Batman or Justice League I would say Alright. But if I had to pick one, I'll say. Actually, Justice League makes way more sense because. It's green. Uh, Justice League makes way more sense because I think King, Tom King, is doing well on Batman right now, so they might not want to mess that up.
1: Alright. Well, it looks like I gotta go home and fix a dryer.
0: Oh. We're just arriving back at Chick fil A? where we first met today do you have any final thoughts for the comic book time machine community
1: uh, keep, in, uh, keep reading what you like
0: <laughs> which apparently
1: with me is Star Wars uh,
0: what are your predictions for 2018 and comics what do you think of the new branding of DC like They moved away from Rebirth already into DC universe
1: and that's a huge issue for me
0: <laughs> what do you mean why because of, well, good, because good, of good reads, reads. yeah are you going to go in with, get to with me or are you going to go home?
1: I'm going to go through the drive-thru. Oh, i nice. gotta, I got to feed my family. All right. And you're stuck with me. Um, but I, I'm serious. I have to go home and fix the dryer.
0: Dang. All right. Uh, so, yeah, Goodreads, because we make shelves, changing off of Rebirth so quickly does kind of mess some things up. But I don't mind the new cover dress. All right. Prediction for 2018. Mine uh, is what I've already said. A repairman comes. All right, you can close this out. Looks like we're about to order.
1: Um, Be safe, kids. Make good choices. Is that what I say? Yeah. All right. Be safe, kids. Make good choices.